0: There's all these platforms. We have to be on all the platforms all at the same time.
1: want to learn something, you too.
0: Into my business. Is it something that's going to further my goals, right? And then is this the right platform to do it on?
1: It depends on their business. Like, first of all, identify your product base or service base.
0: Welcome back to The Journey Podcast, <laughs> episode two. Uh, I'm Emma Jackson.
1: And I'm Zay Scalera.
0: And today we're going to be talking about how to dominate video content in 2024.
1: Which is honestly a very hard topic to discuss because there's so many different platforms, so many different metrics, and the way to record something on one platform might be different for another platform. So
0: Yeah. No, whether you're running a you know solo entrepreneur situation or a medium or even large-scale business and you're on the marketing team or you're just looking to dive into video for your company this year we're going to provide some tips and tricks on getting started
1: exactly i'm interested i know the next couple episodes we got some guests coming on and i'm curious to see or ask some kind of the questions after this podcast see what are they doing in their businesses but i think we should start with us like what are we doing
0: yeah so uh we first started out um thinking just like everybody else that okay there's all these platforms we have to be on all the platforms all at the same time right
1: Correct, which honestly was a huge mistake.
0: Huge, huge mistake. And tell me, why was it such a mistake?
1: It's hard. It's honestly very hard because each platform has different requirements and a different audience. So the content that you created for one platform are not fit right with another platform, and then the algorithms are differently. they're different, so they work differently.
0: Yeah, so, okay, let's, let's take an example. So TikTok, for example, is super organic and off the cuff. Um, off the cuff, and a lot of times... And it's
1: they, downgraded, too. So, yeah, they don't... Let me explain downgrade. It's not like, it's not polished, polished material. Like, uh, a really polished video on TikTok might not work.
0: No, it well. will, like, most of the time it will flop unless there's, like, a really good story behind it. So, a lot of big companies came into TikTok and they threw all this money into...
1: You're talking about Ford?
0: ...putting together ads. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Ford, that was crazy. They produced some amazing um, commercials, I will say, some ads or some videos. And their account hasn't really grown that much.
0: And that's that's common with a lot of um, big companies. But then you see a company like Duolingo, for example, that has absolutely they're killed funny. the game on TikTok. And you, as say, you're not someone who's familiar with social media, and you go to Duolingo's account, you're probably going to think, "What the heck?" Because it doesn't, it, it may not make sense to you, right? It's silly, it's goofy, it fits their persona, um, but it also caters to the younger audience that they're trying to reach.
1: Yeah, I think they understand very well how to communicate their message to their audience. And who their audience are?
0: Yeah, you know what's interesting is with t- let's stay on TikTok for a minute. Um, there's a lot of potential there. It's it's the best platform for growing an audience really really quickly. However, growing an audience, you can't just grow an audience without a means to an end, right? Because you can grow an audience, but it has nothing. They're not the kind of people that are you know, gonna convert to you. A good example is like the dancing dentist or the dancing lawyer, you know. People got into the idea that, oh, I can make dancing or lip syncing videos in the earlier days of TikTok and I'm gonna get a huge audience. So first off, who's your audience? Are they 13 year olds, you know? Are they gonna be purchasing your services? Probably not. Um, does that help further a goal? Are you, you know, the ones that have been successful, like a dancing dentist, they're dancing perhaps, but they're actually sharing really, you know, important information. They're growing their audience for a reason. At the end of the day, you really just have to keep in mind is what I am doing in any way related to my business. Is it something that's going to further my goals? Right. And then is this the right platform to do it on? There are people of the big misconception is that TikTok is only for young kids, because nowadays there are people from every single generation that are viewing and creating content. But you still have to understand, is this, you know, going to be the best platform for me?
1: Yeah, I don't know if you know this gentleman. I've been trying to think his name for like a hot minute. He is a bookstore. And he...
0: The Antiquate m- Moody... No, I can't remember. It's... Okay, he runs like a antique, antiquated bookstore. And he shares
1: his collections with the world. And yeah. By proxy, uh, a lot of people have started purchasing more books from him in his mm-hmm. business like 10X. I think that's a great example how to use that platform to grow your business. But mm-hmm. he did it in a very smart way. He's like, I'm not trying to sell you nothing. I'm just trying to share you my passion. And then by proxy, people got into sharing their passion and then boom, it exploded, and people are purchasing from him and went kind of crazy. What's his name? Like,
0: I, I would have to look it up. Let's yeah. see. Um, but I will say that he did something really, really smart, which is he understood that you can grow an audience, but it's not always so easy to monetize the audience. And you kind of have to have in mind your monetization goals from the beginning because TikTok is one of the hardest platforms to actually monetize from.
1: And honestly, as in as my in my personal opinion, I think we're allowed to share opinions here. Um, I think advertisers kind of ruined that are ruining that platform a little bit, and the TikTok shop is getting really annoying right now.
0: Yeah, but it's not just TikTok shop. I mean, Instagram tried something; they just happened to fail, and TikTok is doing it. They're learning from Instagram's mistakes. Um, but yeah, we are. What's a big trend? I think we're going to see, and we'll talk about this on a later podcast. Want to dive into it? Is the trend away from advertising as we know it, but the thing is advertisers and big companies are always going to find a way to get their products out there. So yes, we may be able to pay for more things to get rid of ads on a lot of platforms,
1: It's more like, it's not even big companies. I think it's the the micro-influencers or the influencers are promoting so many products now. Most of the videos are carried to promoting products, which is getting annoying.
0: I think you're going to start to see that because there's going to be a drastic drop in engagement, right? So Mm -hmm. the real successful influencers are the ones who have built an audience and they have grown it. And there's, you know, even if they're a micro-influencer, they have a stake. People care what they have to say. But if all you are doing is you know pandering one product after another your credibility drops with your audience and then people don't want to buy your things so i that, think we'll see we'll really start to see that cycle take place in
1: 2024 yeah just a to great I, I hope my goal is like my like i look right i will like to see advertisers or micro or influencers work more like in the youtube space where you're knowing this hey this is the sponsor of this video mm-hmm. um versus they made it in tiktok they're making the full video and then uh, At the bottom, it's just sponsored, but you really think it's them actually telling their honest opinion, Mm -hmm. which is kind of misleading, which then annoys me a little bit. No, I think it undermines
0: credibility. So, okay, I want to hear your breakdown of your favorite platforms and why, and then what, just like the characteristics. We're going to be talking about Instagram, uh, TikTok, and YouTube, because those are the three major for video.
1: Yeah, so I love YouTube. I think YouTube is phenomenal. I've been trying to break into YouTube for a while. This is second attempt on YouTube. But YouTube is like the biggest search engine. I learned, before I went to college, I learned how to kind of produce music off YouTube, edit videos. Like, you want to learn something? YouTube. Um, and I think it has also given the ability to change so many people's lives. And they've done it in a really well way where it's not only benefiting the platform but it's benefiting the users and also the creators. So it's like a win-win all around. Um Instagram is my second favorite. Not a big fan of Meta overall, but I just love Instagram. It's really high-quality photography, very good quality videos. Um they usually have like an agenda to their accounts and you understand who they are, what why they're doing the things and the messages trying to promote in their accounts and you when you're following that creator, you're understanding that's what you're going to get. TikTok, it's I, I, what I enjoy about TikTok is about the raw feel to the videos um, and how the creators are just kind of like sharing either car stories, dating stories, like the, the grandma, one of those hilarious um, stories. But what is really kind of like killing TikTok for me is those creators that are just kind of like, following those trends and trying to copy things and not keeping, like, the organic feel to it.
0: No, I feel you. I will say my order is a little bit different than you. I consume different kinds of content. I do uh, think that YouTube is just the best of the best for creators. They, they know what they are doing. They know their niche, and they've become one of the most powerful companies in the world. They can I mean- both cater to consumers, right, people who are viewing the content, and to the businesses or the creators creating the content. I think they do a, a really good job of keeping that balance.
1: Yeah. A lot and one thing picking up a YouTuber fast. One thing I love is there, a lot of creators are creating like TV series on YouTube, on a smaller budget. But it's kind of like the same. Feel like you're following their business, like the jewelry business. I watch a lot. I follow a lot of watches, and it's from New York. So you see those companies getting new watches, the gray market, stuff like that, and they kind of like, you're seeing their business interact, and you're knowing more about their products, but it's like a reality TV kind of vibe, but it's mm-hmm. actually really low budget production, which
0: is really, really cool. That is cool. And then for me, I don't love Instagram that much. I think that they have done a great job, because they're meta, of connecting with the business owners. They are also one of the more monetized, like the easily monetized platforms, because they... They have you know stuff set up for that. However, I
1: mean they got You have to have ten thousand followers, and it's kind of yes, but Entry is harder than YouTube.
0: Yes, absolutely. But it is um, once you hit that once you hit that threshold, you can potentially make quite a bit of money. But I I don't I just it doesn't feel as authentic to me. It feels like they've been trailing behind. Unless I see some really exciting innovations from Instagram this year, I'm in the video space, I still think that TikTok leads from a creative perspective. And I absolutely love watching the diversity of content, just like YouTube, but like TikTok does the short form, you know, it's short form king right now. Mm -hmm. And just watching how creative people can be in entertainment. It is purely like the most entertaining. I think YouTube does the intersection of entertainment and education well because you have the longer videos as well. Mm -hmm. But TikTok to me is still where it, so much of our culture is now being defined by things that happened and started on TikTok. tock and it's like 2023 alone wait, wait, music example? huge amounts of music okay. started <laughs> and and elevated food trends the foods that people are trying and eating and cooking shopping trends the places that people are going products are selling out we're seeing this like cyclical um is that a word? Trend, really cool? cyclical, yes. That means it's like a cycle, right? Okay. Where, okay, it's the um, the Stanley water bottles that everyone's obsessed with, right? It's it's It hit big on TikTok, and they're selling out everywhere. You go and there was a TikTok creator that talked about Christmas hauls. She watched a ton of Christmas videos, and she's an adult, but she said, I'm very curious to know what the teenagers of this day and age are buying. And she's like, they're all buying the same thing. Like, they're all getting the same gifts for Christmas, and it's this interesting situation where... When you hit it on TikTok, like you hit the algorithm, you hit the success. I mean, you can you watch creators that have, you know, they, they have a shop, they've sold almost nothing, and they get, they hit it, they hit the algorithm just right, and boom, they're selling out of everything. But that being said, that the works, trend goes up and then it goes right back down. And people are always kind of trying to chase that success to that initial.
1: And that works on a product based company very well, but not in a service based company.
0: Oh, I completely agree. And I think that e com um, products. That's why TikTok has been great for them because they're able to more successfully drive sales. Service-based products are always a lot harder because you have to curate an audience and then have a continued usage. It's not that one-time, you know, buy.
1: Yeah, I can see that honestly. I, I think I just have a love-hate relationship with TikTok, honestly, because it's like, I don't know. I do see a lot of creators giving a lot of effort towards it, but I also see creators. That are seeing success with the algorithm and their content is mediocre at best. You know what I'm saying? Where I don't see. And I think
0: it's in the eye of the beholder. You know, to yeah. a certain extent, for sure. And and there are things you could try to do everything just right. And sometimes it's the algorithm. Sometimes it's you haven't hit your audience. You know, and and kind of trying to figure that out. So as businesses going into the new year, really trying to to get successful video content out there on these platforms what would you suggest is like the number one starting point
1: it depends on their audience it depends on their business like if it, first of all identify your product base or service base if you're service base um i'm gonna lean more towards instagram and um youtube if it's product based i'm gonna go TikTok for the same reasons we were just talking a minute ago you can hit the algorithm and boom changes your life right um but if it's a service base, there's an education component to your sales. You need to educate your consumers why they should purchase your service. And not only that, it's like how your service can intertwine with their business to create a multiple for them. Um, so I think that's that education, educational component, excuse my language, um, kind of it's needed, and that's why you have to tailor more to the YouTube platform or to Instagram or in Facebook. Facebook ads are a phenomenal base for that.
0: Let's break down the ways it's possible to make money as a business from video. Let's start with YouTube, for example. Because Um, it's not just because you can make money, right, as, like, you put a video on there. You have enough subscribers. How many do you need? Like a 1,000? A
1: 1,000 to at least become an ad partner.
0: So, okay, if you have at least a 1,000 subscribers on YouTube, you can become an ad partner, and then ads will show on your video. And to clarify,
1: all this information is out there on the web. It's pretty simple to find out. So I think there's about maybe six or seven streams of revenue that you can create off YouTube. And it's not off YouTube, but off the content you're producing for YouTube. Exactly.
0: So a lot of times people, when they go into creating video content, they're thinking of it single-mindedly. They're thinking, okay, I'm a business. Say I'm a service-based business or product. You're like, I just want to sell more services or more products. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to create content that's going to do that. But then you're missing out on all these other potential streams of income, including you develop an audience that cares about you, Right, then you can monetize that audience. You can do that through ads directly on the platform. Right, so if you have a thousand subscribers, you can get those ads that come before your YouTube videos. Ad partnership. You can also you can also have partners not through the YouTube platform, but on your videos. You can have pe- people YouTube creators do this all the time, where they have sponsors of videos. So you would have um, companies that are in the same sort of category or a similar category as you well, that want to support you.
1: Let's break it down. Let's take a uh, hypothetical company, a sort of law firm, right. Mm-hmm. easy law firm law firm is a weird industry because either you're a you're gonna need a lawyer for business purposes or b you're gonna need a for some type of like medical lawsuits criminal accidents all that stuff right so yeah it's
0: definitely in the need category not 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 exactly and that's what we're <laughs>
1: gonna use that let's say a law firm decides to create a youtube channel right of course they get over a thousand subscribers they're already they hit ticket number one their ad partners they get ad monetization through youtube right or through Google. Second way they can make money off sponsorships, working with other uh, companies to promote other products that are relative to their industry in the law firm, right? Um, I don't know which companies could be in law I firm. I mean, so
0: if they're a personal injury lawyer, it could be um, it could be insu- it could be insurance companies, right? It could be car insurance. It could be any sort of per- like you know health insurance, that kind of thing. It's exactly. Like, so you just kind of those tangentially aware, and you can. Inside your business, you can brainstorm what those would be and then reach out to potential sure. sponsors.
1: So after that, uh, me personally, I probably would go into uh, educational-based platforms, how to create an educational course and sell that course. So now you take your service industry and you made it into a product base. And now you're not only, you know, have the service, you have the product on And there. you
0: don't sell on YouTube, right? You get people from YouTube to go to another website where you would host and sell?
1: You could do that too. Or... Um, Correct me if I'm wrong, but I think YouTube has some type of platform or I'm
0: not sure about yeah. that. I'm not sure. But Pe- there's yes. Yeah, so you can make you can actually build an audience on YouTube and then you can sell eventually sell some sort of a product. So that's mm-hmm. another stream of income that you can get from just creating video content.
1: Exactly. And then you have calibrations between other companies like expose. Um, you can create an email list and then monetize your email list. There's so many ways to make money off creating an audience and a content that resonates with people. Um, I think that's the key.
0: Yeah, and so rather than doing what we did at first and just trying to put content on every single platform, pick one and be consistent about it. And then once you've gotten that and you're actually starting that role, then maybe you can add another one into the mix, but only if and when you're ready to be consistent on that platform as well.
1: Yeah, I think it's dedication and education at the end of the day. Um, we're picking YouTube. That's going to be our primary focus, YouTube. And associated with uh, the audio side of this podcast is going to be distributed on Spotify, Apple, and all that stuff. But our main goal is YouTube. So we're going to work very hard in the next 2024 to produce the best quality product. And when it comes time, our product talk about videos to really capture our message to our audience and what we want to share with them.
0: Yeah. So um, if this resonates with you all, you should – give us a subscribe and follow along. And um, we are hoping to dive into not just high level stuff. I think what's so annoying for me as a business owner to go listen to podcast after podcast to try to get like spark an idea or resources. And I feel like I come back with like encouragement and inspiration, but not really like real tangible information that I can use. And so our goal with this podcast is not just to provide inspiration and encouragement, but also to give you a direction to run in that will be productive as you grow and scale your business this year.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Subscribe, hit a follow, leave us a comment if you like this type of content.
0: Yeah, see you next time.